Hello and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Each week, we bring you fascinating guests that are involved in the profession of surveying. We cover a lot of ground, including table lay talk with Gary Kent, point of order with the NSPS Joint Government Affairs Team, future focus, highlighting current and future leaders of the profession, and everything survey-related in between. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast and hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Surveyor Says. Hello and welcome to another episode of Surveyor Says. My name is Tim Birch and well, I'm going to say it again. Every week I say we've got special guests. Well, uh, this is a special guest. Um, I first noticed this young man several years ago. I think it was a, it was a couple of different, I think it was some student competitions. And then, uh, then I saw him again, uh, not that long ago. I believe you were at, you came in as kind of a visitor to our student competition in Arlington with the, uh, the Puerto Rico, uh, team. And then I had the pleasure of meeting this fine young man at, at a, uh, Maryland, uh, membership meeting, society membership meeting the other night. And I knew who Ramon was, but I had really had never had a chance to talk to him. So bottom line is, uh, the gentleman's name is Mr. Ramon Labrador. Thank you. Thanks for joining me here tonight. And I, I find your story so fascinating. I think it's inspirational. I think it's, I think what you've achieved in such a, you know, in, in a short time in your career. So Bottom line is, I'm so glad you're on here. So let's dig in deeper to who is Ramon Labrador and what makes him tick. So give us a little, little, a little intro on yourself. Uh, how you doing, Tim? Nice to have you here. Thank you for having me. Um, well, I was born in a, in a small town of Puerto Rico. The, the town of the name is Ibonito. It's like the town of the flowers. It's a town is like about like 2,400 feet. Um, above sea level it's really nice town um, um then in 2008 just to make that transition on how i got here it's just it was in 2008 but uh i went through college in puerto rico and i my wife um before we got married she had the opportunity of working with the census so that's how i ended up here in a way as a as a surveyor so everything started in 2008 and we we believed we were going to be here for a few years and get the experience but we loved it we fell in love with the community and we have a family here now so this is home nice very nice so tell us a little bit uh what's your current occupy i mean what's your what's your current in, uh employment where let's tell the people where you're at because i i'm excited i'm so excited <laughs> to what you're doing yeah, I mean, right now I'm working as the deputy surveyor for the District of Columbia, Washington, D.C. Um, this position is in the office of the surveyors uh, of D.C., you know, the office of the D.C. surveyor. That's inside of the Department of Consumer and Regulatory Affairs. The office is the focal point for receiving and processing all applications uh, to close streets, alleys, dedicate streets or alleys, transfer of jurisdiction between district and federal government, and amending also the DC Highway Plan. Um, it, we do a lot of other things in there also, um, but as part of my duties, I'm responsible for administering the laws and regulations governing the registration of land surveyors in the district. 
Nice. Um, we also take part in directing and managing the office of the surveyor and facilitating uh, the delivery of services. Um, in conjunction with uh, the DC surveyor, which is Joseph Snyder, he's a great boss of mine right now. Um, we direct the office in, in facilitating those services and, and executing all plats that are placed on official records. Nice. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. I mean, we also advise attorneys, architects, developers, and, and a lot of people from the public and private sector in requirement and regulation. So, so far it's been fun. I've been doing this for, for a month only, but uh, I wanted to have a really decent explanation of what I do. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's been incredible. It's been amazing. This is where I fell in love with the profession. And it, it's been really, really amazing to go back to it as the deputy. Okay, well, let's let's rewind back then. How did you get your start in surveying? I mean, what 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 tipped you off to say I want I want to I want to get into surveying? <laughs> this is very interesting because uh, when I when I graduated from high school, I had no idea what to do. I mean, I, I come from a family that we we are very good with math. We love math and science and and arts, but. I had no idea what to do, right? So when I am applying to all these colleges, I, I my sister was already in, in engineering school. So I said, well, I guess I'll, I'll be an engineer. So I applied to be a civil engineer. But in my application, I made a mistake. And, and the University of Puerto Rico, they have a lot of pride. And if you don't have them as a first option, they just don't see you. So when I never heard from them, I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to qualify, right? So then I go down there with my dad to college and check. And they said, well, the civil engineering is full because you had us as a second option. So we never saw your case, but I see that you're really good at math. So we have this department inside of the civil engineering department. And I go like, uh, okay, so what is this? And they go, it's agreement and topographia, which means land surveying, right? And I go like, oh my God, what, what is that again? But whatever, I, I only thought I will get in, I'll take a few classes and then I transfer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there I met one of the most amazing, probably the most amazing survey I've ever met in my life is uh, Julio Cesar Rios, which is considered the father of, of surveying in Puerto Rico. And, and after that, you know, I just stayed in and, and it was so amazing just to learn how I could be outside and I could do a lot of math, but it was, it was incredible experience just going through it and, and finding out that I can just be a professional just doing something that is not sitting the entire time so that that fascinated me but I had no idea what it was about to come as soon as I moved in here well, but, I, but that's how everything started for me in terms of deciding hey let's see if I can be a surveyor wow so I, I'm, I'm I'm guessing <laughs> that to, you know to, to if you'd look back now and connect those dots that when when you kind of fell into surveying by by chance they they had gave you that opportunity that there's probably no way you'd ever ever even dream that you were going to end up where you're at (laughs) at in in the in dc doing what you're doing absolutely absolutely you're absolutely right i mean every time just to give you a brief a quick briefing like when i when i came here in 2008 i was hired by by a morton thomas so i was working in, in rockville maryland um, then some opportunities came through for me to start helping the crews in DC. But at that time I was just an instrument operator and, uh, the place where I saw the opportunity of proving myself and, and kind of move up and become a party chief and, and eventually, eventually a field to finish, uh, surveyor was in DC. 
So it was just so much fun. There's so many jobs, so many experiences. And, and that's where I really, really fell in love with the profession. And then my son, my first son was born in 2012. And life was getting a little bit harder. So I needed more time at home. So that's how I transferred. I came back to Maryland in 2015, 2015. I, I started working in Maryland, trying to get licensed and try to start in that path, of, right? Of, of, on the, in the land development section of it. Um, so when I get licensed in 2019, I... I I never thought I was coming back to DC, to be honest with you. And I and I got my DC license, but it's just because I wanted it. It was something I wanted. Mm -hmm. I never thought I was going to be back at it like full. And then now when I come back and I'm in the office and I look through the window and I see so many sites that I was part of, and it's exciting to be back in the city and being like that gatekeeper for the city. It's pretty cool. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Well, so... I guess the beauty of surveying, and especially it sounds like with your path... Uh, it's not really something you do alone, completely on your own, that you fall in, you fall in these relationships with these, with these role models, these mentors uh, that really show you the ropes and, and obviously have, have helped you uh, really accelerate your career. How important was, were those role models and mentors to you along the way in both DC and Maryland? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely they're, they're so they're so key um, because to once I, once I came here, I was really very quickly. I recognized that I had no idea what I was going to do. I mean, I knew how to use a total station. I know how to take a measurement. I know how to comp some stuff, but I had no idea how to do other parts of the job, like communicating with the clients, understanding where I was, right, driving right. to my job site finding the manager talking to him and and there's so much behind it and 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 understanding that we're so crucial in the in the process of of, of building and developing and so that made me humble really really quick so having these mentors on being able to recognize in me some talents that of course i'm not going to see because i don't know what i'm about i don't know what i don't know right, right. so these mentors were just awesome like having people next to me like guiding me and sometimes we we run out of patience and we want to move up because we feel like we know, but having these mentors, like keeping you honest and, and, and keeping you humble. And it, there's so much key. And, and of course, like when you see them, you want to become them and, and getting involved with the societies, bouncing back ideas. There've been everything in my opinion, in, in, in what it means for me to get licensed and, and make that transition. Well, because so yeah, what I'm hearing from you is really to me is testimony. I mean, we we've we've obviously excelled so much with technology, and there's so much these technicians are doing now, both inside and outside, with the equipment, with the computers, with all these things. And we're you know, unfortunately, we're seeing seeing more and more of the one man crews being you know cost effective and all these things. But I think you're really a testimony of how important that mentor is to be there to help guide you and tell and, and, and show you those steps. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I feel like one of the something that gave me confidence in terms of like, you know, that there's a switch like it, like sometimes you're coming up and you you have the idea on how to do things. But really early in my career, I was constantly asking to myself, like, if I were here by myself, if I were in charge of this Alta survey, if I were in charge of this topographic survey, um, can I do it by myself? And I started like running through this checklist in my head every time I was behind the gun. And, and having that person that is in front of you, 
what we call body chief mm-hmm. and he's just guiding you through it and you're just you're just like feeding from him it, it's it's absolutely necessary like i'm not saying it's impossible to do it as a one-man army but the mentoring part the cycle of becoming like starting in the profession as a, as a as a young guy and then becoming licensed you don't necessarily have to get licensed but becoming a subject a subject matter expert is so crucial to have that cycle and and i i think you and i had this conversation when we met in maryland like a, like we absolutely need to rethink about what we're doing with our crews like i mean i understand there's going to be situations that we have to use one man crews absolutely but think about tomorrow we, that short term mentality right. is going to bite us um, and I think it's key. It's absolutely key and crucial to this to keep like a young box, like, you know. Well, and I tell you what, I'm writing a note down here because I think this is, I mean, if I've heard it before, I can't, I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to say that I have. I think you just hit it on the head is that, yes, licensing is important, but becoming that subject matter expert no matter Absolutely. what that task is, whether it's photogrammetry, whether it's hydrography, whatever it is, you can become one heck of an expert and make it very, very, have a very, very success, successful career. And, and maybe, maybe licensing isn't, isn't your bag, but you're very good at a few of these other tasks. So yep. subject matter expert. I love that. I'm, and I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to credit you for putting that in my head because I like that. I like there that a lot. Um, so I, I guess, you know, that kind of leads me to an, uh, the next question for you. You're, you're, you're in that, that age group that I just, I love because yes, you yes, you're licensed. Yes. You're, you've had a, a taste of success, but you're still young enough and still eager enough that you know you can you can help guide that next generation the younger generation what what would you say to uh, the younger generation about our about our profession and what what should what what should should they look for in drawing them into what what we do because yeah like you like you we did we did talk about we've got to have those we got to have that that next uh, group of 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 young technicians that are going to go to professionals go to subject matter experts how do we draw them in i think um there's so many different factors that we can use but i always remember when i was trying to get attention or when somebody was trying to get my attention in terms of surveying they were always going back to the math to to the simplest things that we used to do way back in the day and i don't have anything against the history believe me i mean mm-hmm. this is beautiful it's amazing being able to recreate something it's amazing being able to pull a chain it's beautiful to pace some distances but let's be honest i don't i don't i'm not a fan of that because i cannot do that i can do that with my phone i, I it's time for us to talk to the world about how how incredibly close we can put you in terms of position with our technology these days how beautiful it is to I mean, using a GPS and combining all these amazing tools that we have today to create what is called a survey at the end of the day. So I think like something that I would use to call attention is just just showing in how many different cases that we can actually execute. You don't necessarily have to be in, in land development. You can be in construction. You can be a pilot today with drones. You can do so many things. So there's so many layers to this job and and. And showing the equipment is beautiful, but talking about 
everything. I mean, there's so many you can, there's so much you can grab, but there's so many industries we can get into, even the subsurface utility world. I mean, there's so much money behind that industry and we're just scratching the surface on it. So there's so much we can do. I think it's just a matter of like, I would say, I would say that uh, um, to bring them in, we have to, of course, like go out there. But something that was keeping me like away from getting licensed or, or even thinking that I was capable of it was the lack of, of, of somebody pushing me or inviting me to the societies. And I'm not saying that everybody needs to be invited, but let's be honest with you. I mean, it's pretty intimidating. I don't know how you felt when you went to your first meetings in societies, but it was pretty intimidating. I remember I, I was trying not to talk a lot. Or, or at all. And I ended up being the secretary of my chapter just because I didn't have the passion to say no. <laughs> I didn't even want to say no. So I was kind of, I just landed on that secretary position and I was like, oh my God, I've never been a secretary of anything. <laughs> but but it, it was amazing. And, and, and then I started meeting people that wanted to be just like me and understanding that, that there was other people out there. So it's just a matter of building that bridge, keeping that connection with, with the with the with the profession and and respecting the profession like understanding that this is not guys in white beaters i mean we're, we're professionals i mean i i like what i do and, and it's so it's so incredibly easy for me to talk about this because in puerto rico we have we come with a, not everybody but i go to school like thinking this bachelor's degree is land surveying so i'm already like preparing myself to do that and and maybe like exposing the young kids early in their careers, elementary school, middle school, um, or high school, and telling them this is an option and showing them the real options, the real, like, right. the real end result. I don't know, but it's a great question because this is something that we have to keep working on and, and staying, like, attractive to this oh. new generation. Well, and, uh, you know, I, I'm going to say, spoiler alert, who to those who, who may know me that don't know Ramon, um, Bottom line is he doesn't he doesn't obviously by by uh, you can tell by the, the, the little bit of language difference here, the, the dialect that uh, he's not like me. He's not stale, pale and, you know, but he is male. So, <laughs> you know, it's nice to have uh, someone else out there with with different optics, a different lens, a different package that can tell these young young students, male, female, uh Hispanic, Asian, you know, what, what, all, all races, all creeds, all colors that, wow, you know, look, look where I'm at, look at what I've accomplished. And yeah. I'm not your stereotypical because that's what surveying is today is that it it's open for anybody. Like you said, you're good at math. You're good at science. You want to want that challenge. I'm just glad that the, the university said, Hey, give this a try. Cause we've yeah. got, we've got you, we've got you in the profession now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it was, it was so crazy how everything happened. And, and even when I got here at some point, I was like, well, should I try something different? But once I started surveying in DC, I knew, I knew this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And, and, and being back at it, it's just been incredible. I mean, and whoever doesn't like surveying, living with me 15 minutes in DC and, He'll either like love it or hate it, but I'm pretty sure he's gonna love it because this is so much fun. <laughs> this is just too cool. 
Well, I'm hoping just even through this conversation, I'm, I'm going to try to angle for uh, for an office visit and you can I want to I want you to, I want you to show me around because I I would love <laughs> I would love to see, you know, follow follow for a couple hours behind Ramon in D.C. I think that would be just that that would, would be, be cool. top of my be list. Really, really cool. Be, but, I think uh, you're going to enjoy seeing all these amazing historic books that we have back there. The King well, Flats, there's, most, there's oh. so much. It's it's got it's got to be amazing to go in there every day. Um, so let's switch gears here just a little bit and talk about the technology and how much. Uh, I mean, you, you touched on it just a little bit ago about the history, about a lot of this, a lot about this, the, the older part of it. But you, how much of the new stuff that we are into? Yes, the the measurements, the GNSS, the GPS, the scanning, and all these things. Uh, I, you're in a you're in a big city. I mean, obviously, big city, capital city. Where do you see the role of the surveyor in mapping all of that infrastructure and putting all of these pieces together for that for the future of that city and other cities and the rest of our infrastructure nationwide? What do you think? I mean, do you see the the surveyor as being that key role in mapping all of this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let, let's think about DC for a moment. Um, if everything, you know, when we're comping, when we're comping, everything is perfect, right? Everything right. is perfect when we're comping. So um, when we put that on the ground, it's not necessarily going to be perfect. So things in paper are where you want them to be, but making that transition to the ground, it needs some skill involved in it. And, and, and I think... I think this is a profession that will always be needed. It will always be needed because like, just to give you an example in, in Lenfant had an amazing plan for DC, but we needed money. We were not patient enough. So, so we needed to start selling in lots. Like how much do you need? How much do you need selling without keeping track of it? That's why we find our gaps. That's why we have our overlaps and that's what keeps me busy. <laughs> but, but just because we were working without that control and that discipline and understanding the complexity and, and, and the math that you need to keep it simple in a way or organized, you're always going to need that surveyor. And, and especially in DC, like in DC, the way we track every block is like an island. We don't have a grid. So you can get really into the raw of the surveying and you, you can tell like it, you, we're always going to be needed. That's how I see it. Um, I see it also evolving in, in, in a way actually expanding because uh, we, we, can, we can touch so many aspects of it. Like the, the, we just need to evolve with the, with the profession also. You know what I mean? Like as a surveyor, you need to be able to recognize that you need to get into technology a little bit. You need to know how those numbers are getting to your mini pretty box that you call GPS receiver. Mm -hmm. We have to understand where all this is coming from. And, uh, but I don't see it dying. I think it's just a matter of us evolving with it. That's how I see it. But there's going to be so much more to do. I mean, every, you'll, I mean, you'll see the plans that we have for this industry, how everything is changing in terms of like environmental, whatever plans we have for the next years coming. This is going to be really exciting. And I think it's a matter of time that we start pushing it, but I like seeing the glass half full and I'm, I'm pretty sure that we're going to get a really good generation of, of amazing surveyors. I already see it like uh, in my college in Puerto Rico when I was talking to the guys, there's a big bunch that are getting ready to go out there and start doing what we do. Well, and I guess let's, let's talk about Puerto Rico for a second because um, 
you know, in talking to, to, to a little shout out to Ruth Trujillo down there and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and we, we've got a shout out to Evie a little bit here, just a yeah. little bit. Evie de la Rosa, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, yes. Uh, but they're hurting for surveyors down there as well. So whatever they grow in house, they really need to keep. And, you know, for us to go down there and kind of cherry pick the, the, the next Ramon Labrador is, is, uh, <laughs> hate, hate to see that, but, um, you know, I guess th- that's, that's something that I'm curious of from your perspective. Are we going to be able to try to, to broadcast that even, you know, even in, uh, you know, a small area like Puerto Rico for those, those kids go to school, go learn this. Uh, it's such a great profession. We, we need to, we need to entice that younger generation, no matter where they are. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely believe that we can. And, and something that I've been thinking is like, sometimes we have the, the mentality of doing an internship where we're about to graduate or, or that, that summer, right before starting working. I think, I think we should start switching that and maybe like bringing in, even if it's for summers or six weeks in a, in a summer, whatever, or some sort of ideas of bringing kids in so they can see what we do and understanding it maybe from the perspective of, of an instrument operator or, or what we used to call a roadman, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I think that once we start opening our doors for that, everything is going to start flowing and that cycle is going to start regenerating because I, this is such a cool profession. And I mean, and these days now that we've been able to work remotely, being able to, to being able to work from pretty much everywhere. There's so much we can do these days. We just have to be a little bit more open-minded and maybe pause for a little bit and, and zoom out and then try to rethink what we're doing and how we're doing it. But I mean, there's so much to do in this profession. There's so many technicians. I mean, that was probably the coolest job I've ever had with just drafting. I really enjoyed drafting subdivisions. That was oh, fun. Yes. There's oh, so yeah. much we can do. There's so much we can do. Well, exactly. Well, and I'm going to give another shout out to an old em- employee of mine. Um, his name is Jose Salas. He, uh, uh-huh. do you know, Jose? any chance you know, Jose? Uh, I've heard of his name, but we haven't uh, met. Personally. Yes, he's actually, he's, uh, he's in the Chicago area. He worked for me years ago, several years ago, uh, probably, yeah, 2006, 2007, somewhere in that range. Um, I now know he has his own business. He's being, he's very successful. I saw him at the Illinois conference uh, uh, earlier this year. And I t- tell you what, it's just, it's amazing. Like I said, I, I think that program that's down there and what they've created and seeing the quality students that they've been sending year after year to the, to the student competitions. Um, well, and, and you're a prime example of that as well, that, they've got a great program going on down there. And um, that's something that NSPS is looking into now. We're actually developing uh, an MOU to be basically be affiliated with, with the Puerto Rican surveyors. And I I just, I would like to see us be more connected and how can we help uh, with things? Yeah, I agree with you. I think that we have a really, really good program. I think it's simple. And in terms of like, uh, when I say simple, I don't want to say easy. I mean, like it's not, super hard but it's absolutely focused on be, on 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 the actual student becoming a professional so the technical part of course you're gonna get that anyways when you're right. getting your experience but having the opportunity of being in a room for four years for five years or whatever it takes you just learning on how to become licensed and that's the that's the part that uh, that is really 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 cool about it and 
Um, I think I, I was shocked, to be honest with you, when I moved in here and I saw that we don't have that many, um, act, that, that much access to it. Like, I, to me, it was absolutely normal, you know, and everybody was like, mm-hmm. oh, you have a bachelor in what? A bachelor degree in one? I was like, I'm in survey. And they were mm-hmm. looking at me like if I was making it up. <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah, it's, it, it's real and uh, it works. And, and it's, it's been really, really fun to see a bunch of my colleagues either in Texas, in the same Puerto Rico, they're doing really well in Puerto Rico also. And, and, and the ones that are coming down here, like succeeding and becoming licensed in their respective states. So it's been really, really fun to watch. Really? That's cool. Well, I'm trying to be a little cognizant of your time because I know it's fam- <laughs> it's fam- it's evening, it's family time, what have you. Do you have a piece of advice for future surveyors? Oh, man. Um yeah, I'll say if they're already in the industry, just believe in yourself, stay involved in your societies, man. Look out for the chapters, for the societies, um, especially that young surveyors uh, chapter. I mean, it's really good to stay connected, stay connected and uh, believe in yourself and, and, and recognize that that this will take time. But this this can be a real experience. It can be a real profession. Um, also. Something that I would say that uh, I wish somebody had told me is like, uh, we need to read more, you know, we need to read more a little bit about where we are, the history of where we are working, what we're doing, why we're doing it, and just get involved, just get involved with the society. So I think that's key. Once you get involved, everything flows. And I think that's, that would be my, my first advice. If you're not attached to a chapter or a society, please do. You're going to love it. You're not going to regret it. Very good. Well, and I asked, I asked this of uh, most of my guests. How does the future surveying look to you? I think it looks incredible. I know it's hard to see it right now, but I think it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be even more attractive. Who knows if we're gonna be surveying in space? So yeah. this is this is this is so much we can do these days. I mean, there's so many cool tools outside. Um, that we can enjoy and 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 I think this is going to just start creating more different jobs that we don't even know um, different different skills that you're going to need to be using the hydros I mean the scanning the, the drones and everything is just evolving so um, I think it's good the the fears that we have today because those fears are gonna make us like push but I, 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 I I'm a true believer that we're gonna we're gonna be able to succeed and have a monster Oh, I think so. Profession. Yeah, I think absolutely. I think so too. Well, and it, you, I guess you know, just looking back, even the past two years through the pandemic, I mean, when we first started rolling into it, there there was this scared of everything stopping. Yeah. Well, it, it just it it bar- <laughs> it barely paused, and then it's just been gangbusters ever since. I never I never been that busy. <laughs> I'll be honest, yes. with you. I was busier than ever. Yes. Yeah. So you, I, you know what. I, I, I like that. I, I like your optimism. I like your, your, your positive outlook because I think you're right. And I think that's something that we're going to, we're going to be a force to be reckoned with as far as a profession goes, because it is so fascinating. It is so, so enticing with the technology and the opportunities. So, and seeing, seeing young surveyors like you be able to just grab it by the horns and, and take it where you want to go is just uh well, kudos to you. I, I, I applaud, you. I applaud you. everything you've done there. So I really appreciate that. And uh, I appreciate this invitation. This is the first time for me. And I've always, li- I mean, I listen to your podcast and I feel like it's a great, 
It's a great tool. It's amazing, amazing idea. So I want you to to know that I really appreciate what oh. you do, and I know it's a it's a sacrifice, but believe me, there's a lot of people feeding from this. So we got to keep it going. We have to. Well, if I could have a whole bunch more guests like you, I I would it would be fantastic. So, um, <laughs> so I tell you what, keeping that in mind, I would like to I, I'll I'll put the invitation back out there that we'll check up again in absolutely in a while down the road yeah let's, let me let's let's let see, see what else is going on yeah absolutely let me let me get some experience in this new position and i'm really excited about it. and absolutely we'll, we're gonna do this again I'm all right sure. well that sounds good well that'll wrap it up for this week's episode I'd like to thank ramon for taking time out from family family time to to sit with me and i tell you what uh the future looks bright he said it himself and uh I'm not, I don't doubt him. I think he's going to accomplish whatever he wants to, and uh, the profession is going to be better for it. So thanks for listening. Uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, subscribe with us, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. You've been listening to the Surveyor Says podcast, brought to you by the National Society of Professional Surveyors. If you have any questions about today's episode or any other topic, please email us at info at nsps.us.com and we are here to help. Visit our website, nsps.us.com to learn more about our association, the programs we administer and support, our sustaining members, and information about future episodes of Surveyor Says. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor. Surveyor.